What changed after that medal, after that victory? Did anything change for you two? Yeah, we could breathe. Olympic Channel Podcast. So you're single, and at one point or another, let's face it, we've all been there. Then imagine meeting an Olympic figure skater. You date, and then six months later, you propose. Liam Cross went from knowing nothing about figure skating to being physically sick before the Olympic Games in Pyeongchang because he was so nervous about his wife's performance. Together with Bruno Masso, Alona Savchenko took gold in the pairs from Pyeongchang 2018 for Germany. Her husband, Liam Cross, says that was the most terrifying day of his entire life. So what's it like to be madly in love with a figure skater? Ekaterina Kuznetsova went to Berlin to meet Liam, who was with his wife, at an event. And she started off by asking how they first met. Olympic Channel Podcast. Five years ago, once I finished university in England, I wanted a change, and uh, a change from my normal scenery and a change from change of country. So I um, decided to move over to Germany, where my family were at the time. My dad's in the military, and uh, he said that there was a job going in the where he worked. So I, I applied for the job, and I got the job. It was a one-year contract, and. Uh, I ended up staying in Oberstdorf um, for a year. And just as I was about to leave to go back to the UK, I met Aliona. And uh, we have a mutual friend. And uh, she also lives in Oberstdorf. And we were playing poker together one evening. And Aliona was invited with Bruno. And uh, I tried to teach Ali how to play poker. And uh, yeah, that's how so we So back then, she was um, already training with, with Bruno when you met. Yeah, she just just started training. She, I think she'd been uh, to Florida for one training camp, so they just got together. So this was about this was four years ago. Yeah, exactly four years ago. Yeah. We met, yeah. You're celebrating some dates soon. <laughs> yeah, no, four years, two years ago we married, and four years ago, uh, over four years ago we met. And uh, when you met her, what was so special about her? Well, when we first met, we couldn't communicate very well because I didn't speak any German and she didn't speak any English. And we were sat at a table together. And when I first met, I was actually at this table other than walking in the door and introducing myself. And uh, I quite liked her, like from first impression. I didn't know what she thought of me at the time. And uh, I, uh, when I think of her, I don't know, just different. I knew she was a skater. I didn't know of her success until later, because um, at this point she was already five-time world champion and, and double Olympic bronze medalist. I had no idea. Didn't even know she'd been to the Olympics. And if I, at that point, I, I didn't know very much about figure skating. Um, and the whole evening, we were trying to communicate using sign language. And I think I just got on her nerves. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, when she came in with Bruno, did you ever think they were together, or was there any idea about that? No, it didn't cross my mind. They didn't. They weren't spending much time together. Like Bruno was in one room um, before we started playing uh, together at the table poker, and uh, I was talking with Bruno in one room with his friend Chris at the time, and they were kind of really separated. So they had their working lives, and then when they're in their private lives, they were very separated. And I, I kind of picked that up from the first instance. I didn't. I didn't even ask. It didn't even cross my mind. 
And uh, what was the follow-up? So you, you meet this girl, you really like her, you have some chemistry. Uh, who took the next step? Um, I have to get this in the right order because there's many steps. Um, uh, the, I think it was the following day uh, we were invited to uh, the same group to a restaurant to have a burger together. So um, at lunchtime I met with all these guys and all these girls and, and had a burger together. And, I, Ali and I started to talk some more, and uh, I don't know what it was. Maybe she was attracted to the way I had I'd eaten the burger so fast or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, no. And uh, she, she uh, agreed to meet me again, and I, I, I asked her if we would, um, if she would consider meeting up the next day for a coffee, and she said, yeah, after training, I'll, I'll let you know. And uh, at this point, I lived um, six kilometers away in the, in, the, in the town next to Oberstdorf, and in between there's a really big hill. So it's not very easy to get to unless you've got a car. And uh, she called me and said, I finished practice, uh, can we meet now? So I was like, uh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> so I ran into, into Oberstdorf, uh, like five or six kilometers, and uh, I got there all sweaty. I had my dog at the time, so as a distraction, which was great. And uh, we uh, had a coffee together. And was it a date? I don't know. It was more like a, a getting to know each other more. And again, it was also really hard because of our communication skills. As we didn't speak each other's languages. Not really. It was, we, we were speaking in English because I spoke no German. And it was very broken English. And, but it was nice. Yeah, I remember what we had to eat, what we had to drink, and our conversation exactly. I, I asked if she'd been to the Olympics, and she just laughed at me. Yeah. Like she yeah. was already yeah, at four at that point, back I was at the like, time. Yeah, I was kind of intimidated. <laughs> yeah, shocked and surprised at the same time, yeah. So you, you realized you're, you're in for the Olympic, maybe future Olympic yeah, champion. And at this point, it's, it's hard not to, to think, like, why would she be interested in me? Because I was just working for the military as, as a civilian at the time in, in, in Oberstdorf. I, I wasn't anything special um, compared to what she was. I mean, she'd been to the Olympics, and I'd, I'd, I'd never known anybody to go to the Olympics. I'd never met anybody in the Olympics. And, and then to be told she's been uh, four times at this point. Do the figure skaters eat cakes? When, so, when you were having a coffee, was she having a cake? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's apple strudel. Yeah, it's something she's always liked. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I didn't think anything different because I didn't know about the strict diets that skaters have up until, uh, until I'd known Aliona for a few weeks. So I, I didn't think anything of it. Apple strudel was just like, you know, something we eat. It's normal. Don't but think about the but then you realize that yeah. like uh, it's it's very strict. It's like, yeah, it's like a yeah they have really strict diets. Very particularly on themselves, they they, they put so much pressure on themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, how was the marriage proposal? What was it like? <laughs> <laughs> Is it a romantic story to tell? No, it's not. It's not romantic <laughs> at all. Um, it was a bit of a mistake. No, not a mistake for the proposal, but <laughs> oh, got to be careful how I say this. <laughs> we will erase this, no, maybe no, no. not. Um, uh, I, I planned it. I'd, I'd spoken to my parents because I was nervous. At the time, we'd only been together for six months, but I really fell for Ali. And uh, I, I was speaking to my mum, and she said, oh, it's okay, your dad, your dad proposed to me after six months, and we've been together for 27 years. And I thought, okay, right, I'll do it. And uh, I had like a small plan because Ali doesn't like Big thing. She doesn't even like me buying her flowers. She doesn't like super romantic gestures. Why not? I don't know. I, 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 don't, I, think, I think she's quite down to earth and she doesn't like things blown out of proportion. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
I kept that in mind and, and six months into a relationship, I still didn't know her 100%, and, but I still wanted to be with her uh, for the rest of my life, so I, I really wanted to propose to her. And uh, so I bought the ring, like secretly managed to get her ring size and bought the ring and bought her an ice cream, um, brought it into the house with like a, another little present, get, had the ring in one hand and I gave, she was sat on, on the sofa again, I gave the ice cream to her and the other, put the ring on the table and then just sat back eating my ice cream as well. So we sat both eating our ice creams <laughs> and me looking at the table with like a ring on the table and as soon as she sees it, I have to, you know, make my move. Um, she saw it, she opened it and I chickened out. I couldn't do it and she opened it and she started crying and she told me how happy she was and, and then I think she slowly came to realisation that I wasn't proposing to her and then I tried to, you know, blag it off as, as, as it was just a present. And then she was due to go um, away on an army camp because uh, she joined the military, um, at this, just, just, just joined the military at this point. So she went away on uh, Grundausbildung, it's like a... Um, eight weeks or six or eight weeks intensive course before you can enter into the military. And uh, so she went away to Berlin the next day after I mucked up this proposal. <laughs> and uh, she, she had one day and then she had to come back to Oberstdorf where we lived for one day. And then she, was to go, then she had to go away again for these six weeks. So she went away and this, this one day gave me time to think about what I was gonna do. And, and I really wanted to propose to her and I didn't wanna wait six weeks for it. So when she came back, uh, um, I, I had no plan other than just, just to ask her. And we were in bed one morning <laughs> and I asked her to marry me in bed. And it was so unromantic, but Ali loved it and she started crying and, and that's always a good sign. It was natural. Hopefully it was like happy, happy crying. Yeah. <laughs> like, the kind oh of thing, no. thinking about it now, like, <laughs> yeah. What, have I signed, yeah. what am I signing up for? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, so now that, uh, that you're happily married for already mm -hmm. two years, um, Alona was still competing, and especially like this Pyeongchang experience, it must have been intense for you in terms of going through everything with her, through all the emotions, through all the nerves at the beginning. Um, can you speak about that? Um, it didn't really hit me until three months before the Games. Um, I uh, use an example, when I was driving, for example, or if I was driving on my own, um, I think a lot in the car and I find it almost impossible to drive anywhere on my own because I was constantly th thinking about, like, what if she doesn't win? And uh, winning, I know, is very important to her because the last two Olympics she's achieved bronze, which is very, very high achievement, but not good enough in her mind. Um, not good enough for her. And uh, I was thinking, like, there's so much pressure on her, how is she gonna do it? And I was really, really worried for her, and I was to the point where I was physically sick because I was so nervous, but she didn't know about this at the time. And uh, um, I was thinking about, like, what if she didn't win, and after the Olympics, how would she be for the rest of her life? Uh, would ever, anything ever meet up to the, the quality of an Olympic gold medal? Would anything ever, ever match that? And, and how, how would our lives be after? And the, and the moment of winning, I saw that she skated straight to you and she just started kissing and hugging you. Um, what did you feel at that moment? Um, sorry, I got something in my eye. It's okay, take your time. 
it's the light is really crazy. You know? No, I'm just overthinking about uh, yeah, stuff. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what did she? What did she? Yes, yeah, she she skated up to me. Um, yeah, when she'd won and she'd uh, been to the kiss and cry and they gave given the scores and everything, she had time to celebrate. I mean, after after everybody had skated, um, they, we uh, Sophie and Sophie being Bruno's um, uh, fiance, we all sat in the crowd and we had no accreditation, so we didn't know how we were going to get down to the ice rink, but we didn't really care, so we just ran past all the security stages and um, and. We saw Ali and everything was emotional and... What changed after that medal, after that victory? Did anything change for you two? Yeah, we could breathe. Four years um, of hard work and determination and I was there every day with them. I saw at least one practice every day. Uh, um, even if I couldn't go to every practice, I saw how hard they worked and, and their hardships and their, you know, their successes and defeats uh, throughout the seasons and and how much work goes and how much work had gone into creating every program for each season I mean they developed already six programs in the four years that they were together uh, it's, yeah sorry <laughs> no eight programs in the four years that they were together um, not to mention the show programs and they they'd had so many highs ups highs and lows and and to see them skate perfect after the short program it was just uh, indescribable. They they were fourth after the short program, and I thought that it was over. Sophie and I went back to our hotel and um, discussed like what they had to do to. What to did win you the talk about uh, with her, um, with Sophie Bruno's uh, fiance? Well, after the Bruno um, had a problem with his jump, we went home and we, I was really upset. I, I think I was I cried. I was I thought this is this is this is over for them and there's no real chance of them coming back because they have such high uh, concurrence, especially with the Chinese being um, one of the favourites to win and, and doing so well after the short program. Um, they had to make up six or seven points, so I thought it was I thought it was impossible and. Uh, Sophie and I were talking about it. I said, oh, the Chinese have to do this and the Russians have to do this and something has to go wrong there. And Ali and Bruno have to skate a clean program and break the world record. And, and uh, the judges might have to... What will the judges think? Will the judges like them? Even if they do a clean program, how will the judges score them? It's the Olympics. I, I don't know how it works. So you were just overanalyzing, yeah. thinking so, about technical things, almost as if you were them, yeah. basically. Yeah. And Sophie um, told me to calm down and just take it as it comes and said everything will be okay. And She kind of calmed me down. And I, and I didn't expect to be so worked up about it. Um, I was really nervous before, but I didn't expect to be so upset once I thought it had gone wrong. I expected, you know, once it's over, it's over, and there's nothing they can do about it. But you're caught in limbo within, in, in between the days. You, you don't, I didn't know how to react. And uh, the next day, um, after seeing them skate, or, I, I, I don't think I actually managed to watch much of the program. Most of the program was like this. So <laughs> with I, your, I didn't with see your much eyes closed, like you were too yeah. scared that things will go wrong. Most nervous, uh, most terrifying day of my life by, by far. I think it would be the most terrifying day of my life ever. As almost as if yeah. you were there I, I, on the yeah, ice. I can't imagine anything more terrifying than yeah, watching that. I think I must have been more nervous than they were on the ice. And how do you feel maybe in the future Alona will go into Beijing, into another Olympics? 
Uh, a lot depends do you on think that. that there will I'm be extremely happy for her. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I would love to her for her to to do it again or to to attempt at doing it again. Um, yeah, a lot depends on that though. Bruno needs to come back. She won't skate with anybody else. And well, there are a lot of, a lot of ifs and buts, mm -hmm. and life life moves on and things will change and we'll see what we'll see in a couple of years how they feel. Yeah. Did you ever feel jealous about her and Bruno's special bonds that they share as figure skaters? Never. Not once. I always looked at it like they were actors. They, they, they have to be convincing. They have to show emotion. They have to, they have, like Ali said, she had, they have to touch each other. They have to give themselves to the audience. And in order to do that, they, they, they need to act. So I, I never, and, off, and I, saw their, I saw how they were off of the ice as well. So I saw how much work went into to making it look convincing and I was never jealous. No. Mm -hmm. mm. Even uh, when which they is travel yeah. together no. and... Mm -hmm. Which is surprising because I, 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 when you look back on it, they, I mean, they were very, very touchy and on the ice and I'm surprised I wasn't jealous. Um, I think it would have been different if Bruno was single, if he didn't have anybody, and then my mind might might have gone run a little bit loose. But and no. what about Bruno's uh, fiance? Do you think she ever felt that way? Did you ever discuss that part? Um, like I said, I think it was it, it, it's natural to feel a little bit of jealousy, so I wouldn't blame her if she did. Um, I can imagine she feels how I feel. So you just embrace the fact that sometimes you, mm. you might feel that way, but yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, and it's nice because Sophie and I had each other to talk to, so if she felt jealous, she would, she would confide in me and ask me how I felt. And uh, if I had ever felt any jealousy, I don't remember, maybe I asked her in the past, I, I don't know, she, she would listen to me. But we never really had any issues. You so. were in the same shoes with this person in a yeah. way, supporting partners. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I owe a lot to Sophie. She, she, we, we'd hold each other's hands. <laughs> we'd, uh, Great. We'd go through the, the nerves together, yeah. <laughs> as Ali and Bruno did on the ice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what, what does trust mean to you? Why do you trust Alona so much? Uh, because uh, ever since we met each other, she's shown me how much she loved me. She, she's the closest person I've ever been to. She. She's very different to any other relationship I've ever been in. Um, she's wholeheartedly um, mine. Like she, she gives herself to me, and, and I, I can't really put it into words. But she's—I um, just trust her. I've never—I've never not trusted her, and uh, it's a nice feeling. I can't—I can't—I can't describe it. I can't describe. Um, why I trust her, I just do. She's never given me any reason not to trust her. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel Podcast. Thank you to Liam, who was so honest, and Ekaterina Kuznetsova for doing the interview. Really amazing. We did, of course, speak to Alona as well, so keep across Olympic Channel for that interview too. Last week's podcast was with Olympic heptathlete Rebecca Wardle, who is in the middle of an epic adventure, cycling all the way from Switzerland to New Zealand to promote female participation in sport. 
and meeting as many Olympians along the way as possible. So she had a rest day in Tazakhstan recently and met up with Olympic bronze medalist boxer Mavzuna Chorieva. Deb Wallace 7516 on Instagram said she loved the episode and how Bex's wonderful qualities of being down to earth, grateful and humble all shine through. Go and have a listen to that episode. It's available right now. The Tough Girl podcast also gave us a retweet, which is a really great series about, well, you know, tough girls. Certainly, if you like the story of Rebecca, who's most definitely a tough girl, that is jammed full of similar stories too. If you liked what you heard on this episode, we would love it if you gave us a five-star review on iTunes and wrote some nice words about us there too. If you want to hear the world's best, talking about the biggest Olympic talking points every Wednesday, then give us a subscribe. It helps other people find us too if you do all those things. That's it for now. See you soon. Think like an Olympian.